I am here today with the man, the myth, the legend, Zeroni. Yeah, I'll take that. You know what I'm saying? I'll take that Hector one. Zeroni. Uh, yeah. But no, nah, man, has done so many other things in his career. Walking Tall, yeah. 2K. I didn't even realize. We got to get into that. I didn't even realize you were on 2K. And yeah, then once I got it, I'm like, thinking to beat me to it. <laughs> My yeah. man, yeah. who I've known for eight, for years. Since kids, like legit, legit since kids, man. Yeah, Cleo Thomas. Yeah, brother. How you doing? Brother? I'm amazing, man. How about yourself? I'm, I can't complain, man. I yeah, just man. over here hustling. I fig- see, figuring it out every day. Every Th- day. Thank you for coming through, man. Thank really you for having it. me, man. No, thank you seriously. This is gonna be a really cool episode. Yeah, I think. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because even when you, I've tried to just jump right in, because I knew we would talk about all this off camera. Yeah. But it's just like I'm so. And the first thing I told him, I'm so impressed with how you constantly have figured out a way to reinvent yourself in a game where people don't, you know, people don't do that. It doesn't happen. No, no, yeah. man. Um, we came from a generation of entertainers where, you know, you had to break first. Mm-hmm. And when you break at that thing and you're very successful at that thing, then you have to go and do it again. But you have the backing of what you're successful at doing yeah. to kind of allow them to let you in just a little bit. Yeah. We don't live in that generation any longer. Mm-hmm. Whatever you can do, you should do. And because the technology is here to do those things now, you do it. Fast. You just go for it. Yeah. And I mean, because, I mean, th- there's no way, there's uh, there's too many ways for you to create your own path today. But the problem is there's so many other people trying to do it. Like, mm-hmm. I've noticed one of the things that makes it tough, and you've definitely figured it out and gone the correct way. But it's like, what makes it tough is because you're like, damn, I mean. But when it's supposed to be like, mm. you you know, mm. you know that feeling, yeah. like, but no, but like, cause I've, and it's like, no, no. Like, what have you done lately? Mm-hmm. What's, what's relevant? Yep. And that's only going to get like, what, five, six months. And that's if it, that's if it was fucking relevant. That's true. Like. That's true, man. Yeah, man. Like. It's, it's crazy because again, me and you have been at this. Like I started when I was five years old. Mm. I told my mom I wanted to be an actor when I was five. Bro, holes. So you asked. Yo, I asked. I asked. We were living in Germany at the time. Uh, My dad was in the military. Okay. And we're watching TV one day, and I told my mom, like, I want to do that. And she didn't know what I meant, but I knew what I meant. I was like, I want to do what I'm watching people do. That's wild. So we're in Germany. My dad gets out of the military. We make it to LA. She asked me, is it something I still want to do? I told her, yeah. And she took me to one acting class. And I go in, and they're teaching the kids how to be... Disney. And what I mean by Disney is, hey guys. Oh yeah. I'm so and so. Let's go. Over and I was the top. Over the top. Yeah. I couldn't uh, I knew immediately that's not what I meant. So I walk out and I tell my mom that's not what I meant as far as acting. And she never let she was like, "Okay, fine. All good." She had paid the money up front, bro, 10 Damn. classes, but I told her that's not what I meant. She said, "Okay. Done deal." And we just grinded it out and figured it out. That's wow. So what was your first gig? So you moved from Germany to Los L- Angeles. LA, yeah. Okay. I was born in Alaska, and then we went from Alaska to Germany where Kadeem was born, and then Germany to LA. Damn, Alaska, that's wild. I was born in Anchorage, Alaska, man. Yeah, the, lo- <laughs> the lore gets deeper with me. It's very layered. That's bro. crazy, <laughs> Very bro. layered. So wait, so you do that, and then you decide you want to do other acting. So then what was the next role that you got? 
Uh, so let's see. As far as um, from the very beginning, let's yeah, start from that. Okay, so very first thing I ever booked was a uh, was a Fisher Price Toys commercial. Nice. It was a family, and there were if you bought one, if you bought this certain thing at a certain time, you'd get a, a van. They were giving away a, a family van, oh, a shit. minivan. So. Yeah, that was the first thing. And then there was a McDonald's commercial somewhere mixed in there. Mm-hmm. Then there was Kids Say the Darndest Thing somewhere in there. Um, the real, the old school come up. It's like yeah. it's, it's like stand-up comedians. Like, we used to have a circuit. Right? Mm-hmm. Like you you hit these shows. You got to be, yes, mm-hmm. you are, yes, you get it, you yeah. know. Like, and people have no fuck, but it's not their, it's not their, it's not, it's not wrong that they don't know. They have no clue. Uh, we do that, and then Friday after next happens, and then holes happens, and that's where everything changed. That's yeah. crazy. How, how was the holes audition process? What was that like? Holes audition process. Okay, first one was great. Second one, call back with the director. Third one was a chemistry read. Okay. And they brought in everybody. So I walk into the studio and I see all the characters' names on a wall, and then the actors were going to be coming in that day. I see X-ray, I see Zigzag, Squid, and then Zero's way at the end, and it has the longest list, list. of names. I've, I've Not only there. the longest list, brother. There's names I recognize. Damn. I'm like, I know that guy. I've auditioned against that guy. And then we, uh, so about 30 minutes go by. I'm headed back toward the holding area, and I see Taj Mahari walk in. And I'm like, whoop, that's it. Game over. He's got it. Like this, and you got to think, this is Disney. Like, bro, he's already been established. Like, I already know what's going on. They know him. Exactly. (laughs) So, uh, chemistry day, we're there all day, man. And I only got a chance to do one scene that day, and it was with Shia. And it's the scene where he's teaching me how to read. Okay. So, we go with the script, and then. They call cut. The director walks over and says, hey, you know what? You guys, let's scrap the script. Let's just let you guys improvise, see what happens. So, you know, you got to think Shy is coming out of doing even Stevens. Yeah. He's been at it. He's had yeah. a, He knows the the responsibility of having a whole production on your shoulders, num- being number one on that call yeah. sheet. He knows. Facts. So I relied on him to lead the scene. And I just kept up, kept up, kept up. And then two weeks, two or three weeks go by and we get the call. That's crazy. And you, I know them, how them two weeks feel, too. <laughs> You be sitting there just like, especially when you're a kid too. Yeah. Because now that I'm older, I think of it even from a parent's perspective, like how they have to like, mm-hmm. I got to keep his spirits up, mm-hmm. but I got to keep them realistic. Mm-hmm. But damn, did these niggas call yet? Yes, like, like, man. And then you coming home. Hey, so what they say? Yo. Oh, well, you know, they're still figuring out the. the how, how do you break that down to a kid? You know, I give yeah. my parents, I'm sure the same with you. You oh, got to give your parents credit. Yeah. Because it's not easy having a child say they want to do this, mm-hmm. they find a level of success somewhere within it and expecting it to kind of keep rolling into the next thing, the next thing, and the next thing. But that's just not the reality of our industry and our, of our business. And as a child, that's your expectations for life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you're seeing this, the, everyone you looked up to, like, oh, so this is how they got to that. So I'm already one step in. Still, <laughs> still, a, still a process. Yeah. There's still a lot of variables that people don't know. You yeah. know? We didn't know. We had no clue. Learned firsthand. Yeah. Learned. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, man, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, brother. So went from that to music. So explain how the musical journey happened. Happened. Okay. So I wrote the theme song for Holes. Yes. Right. So 
my and was break. that a was that a play you made? How did oh, that? so that sounded like a play. So like. Variety magazine just reached out to talk about the story. They're doing a whole thing about like what was the process for yeah. this because they you know whoever's in charge now like you got to think they're twenty years into it. Right. So right. they grew up watching that movie. Mm-hmm. Now they're writers and they're like, yo, how was the, the song was so great. So we uh we're we're in Ridgecrest, California, and it's about an hour commute from our hotel to the middle of this desert. Okay. So we do that for two months. Straight, we're out there in the desert. So one of the days, man, it just kind of picked up. The one thing that we all, as like the cast, as far as detent goes, so myself, X-Ray, Zigzag, Squid, Magnet, Armpit, of course, uh, Caveman, Mm -hmm. it was, we all love music, like in real life. Yeah. So one guy started beatboxing in the bag. Someone starts freestyling. Another person jumps in and starts freestyling. And it just became a thing we did every morning as we were getting on the bus. Right. The producer, Teresa Tucker Davies, heard about it and decided to not like it's her, it's her production. She yeah, do what yeah. she wants. But just one day she decided to miss the production van she was supposed to be a part of, get just on ours just like. to see what's up. And she heard and she I believe she went back to Disney and was like, hey, we gotta do something with this. And it helped push, you know, holes yeah. to be what it is today. I saw I saw your performance of it too on the 20 year. Yeah. I was like, that's dope, bro. Yeah. That's- that was a checklist. That was like a bucket list moment for me thing. Cause you you know. Oh yeah. You already know. Oh yeah. And to you know. to bring it back around, like yeah. listen, bro. Like yeah. it's 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 incredible. Uh so so then you went from doing that to So yeah, that's the musical journey as far as beginning is is you break out with a big film like holes and you also write the theme song for the movie, boom, that goes off. Um Always was into music. Always wanted to figure out how to get to get into it. Do a roll bounce, bow. You, right. you got to think of that cast, bro. Like Nick Cannon's in that movie. He was really doing music. Marcus Park was in that movie. He was really doing music so as well. So sp- speaking of roll bounce, very yeah. quickly. What is this? What is this? What is this? Roll Remember bounce? I told you? I, I did. You the, did? Yes. I did the actual like teaser for the, to get picked up by the so there's a mixed mic there's, the, there's the hell, why have I never seen this <laughs> bro, Maestro, why it. haven't I seen this yeah are you kidding me yeah producer the software bro yeah the, the, the skates don't make the man the man makes, makes the, the skates. skates yes brother so oh I was God. X in that version yo <laughs> you see how small this industry and this business is yeah I can't like. We're gonna talk through everything you want to talk about today, but if we ever get a chance, I'm I would love to oh, break bro, yeah. all of this down. So it's, this is it's a, a quick, a full, it's a quick, ten, no, no, like 10, 15 minutes, like teaser sizzle. Okay, cool. Of cool, like cool. what they could do, and it's like in Chicago because I was already living in Chicago. That's right. But you're we're, we're all yet. much young, younger. Yeah, yeah. You're shot grew up on right. Southside. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, bro. Okay, so I gotta watch this. Yeah, no, you gotta check it out. <laughs> I, I, I had to find it. I was looking around for it, and I was like, "Yo, I was like, Cleo's gonna get a kick out of this." Yes, bro, because people don't get it. People yeah. have no idea. Like something like this, you know, help make roll bounce become a thing, but they have no idea the origin story. That here you are doing it, right? Yeah, and then in a sense, even you, you're expected to see the next step of you being in the film. Exactly. So I'm. And it don't always work like that. Okay. And then when someone gets fucking crushed by it and it has a moment of like, what the? Y'all don't get how much sacrifice went into this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Like it's, it's a, it's a long journey. Yeah, bro. So then. Okay. I got some other, other cool gems. Okay. So then I ended up meeting Cleo Mm -hmm. back in these days. Oh God. Oh God. (laughs) What are you doing? What are you pulling up, man? This is the, uh, the good old. The so so deaf studio days. 
Yo. Southside. Yeah, Southside <laughs> Studios, man. Shout out to Jermaine Dupree for everything he built, man. Man. And having a, a hub for so much talent to come in and out of that place, brother. And so much. Came, Confessions was written there. Like, like you know, every Bow Wow album to date. Like, you know. But so I, so I met you because I, I think the first time we formally, formally met was on one of the tours. I want to say so. Yeah. I want to say the first time I met you I was backstage. obviously aware of you. Or, no, no. First time I saw you, we were in Baltimore. Okay. Going into, I was going into the Galleria. Galleria Mall? Yeah. Okay. In, in the Inner Harbor. Okay. And you were outside, I think, with just, and oh, because God. you got to remember, I was hanging out with like Bow Wow in Atlanta. Yeah. So I wasn't always on the, on the road or whatever. It was you, just, and somebody else. And y'all had on the LV Dub the jacket. The jersey. I mean, the jackets. Yeah, yeah. man. And I was out there oh. filming The Wire. Okay. So then it was like, oh, okay. Like, I, I saw you, but I ain't say nothing. Yeah. Then I saw you backstage on the bus later. And you was like, yeah, he saw them LV Dub jackets. He got, <laughs> <laughs> he said, just, I'll never forget. You was like, he saw these LV Dub jackets. He got shook. Oh, my <laughs> God, man. What an era. Bro, people don't understand, like, you oh. like you you were out here rocking whole ass like arenas and like yeah like it's yeah. it's crazy like and bro and so many people who are in this game don't understand the like like they'll do one side they only do the music or the acting side yeah but like you've actually done both which yeah. is like same in my field so it's like so many people I can't even go there with yeah brother because for them it's always just been film yeah you know? and it's like. You know, there's no feeling like that, bro. It's one thing to be famous. And I just had this discussion with my mom. I'm like, mom, because the 20 year anniversary just passed. Yeah. So since I was 13, every day that I've gotten up and had to go out in the world, I had to get ready to engage with someone who was going to recognize me. Facts. Say what you want. That's not that's not normal. No facts. By any means. People mm -hmm. get a chance to go in and out of their in and out of their doors in their houses every day and just live. Yeah. You do that. That's just different. Oh, yeah. That's an arena. That's energy. That's everyone focused on one center point. And it's you. And it's you. Bro, nothing like it. Nothing I, like I it. I don't man. think until you've done something like that, you can you can even understand. Because then it's also the journey of to get back on par with how you've continued to pivot. Like, yeah, you got to wake up every day and someone's going to recognize you. I, You know, I feel the same, yes. same idea. But then they don't understand what that's like on you mm -mm. and your psyche of like, oh, you ain't always up. Mm -hmm. But, <laughs> hey, that's the boy who used to be on. Uh, what you doing now? The what you doing now thing always bothered me. Always bothered me. The whole, we have this thing, I think, within our culture where it's like, oh, you've, you, you've fallen off. Mm -hmm. You fell off. Like, you have no idea how much work it takes to even get on one. And on to what what your standards of on are because our standards of on is like some whole diff whole different shit. Like yeah. all y'all, all they all they know is the, is the heavy hitters, the superstars, yeah. as they should. In the midst of the heavy hitters and superstars, there's people who've been able to ride the wave for years and just be a okay. Mm -hmm. We come from a generation, brother, where we we were we were taught to believe in a system mm -hmm. as far as just the audition process. And it all works out, and it will, and it will, and it will, it will. Sounds like the government. And, yeah. <laughs> we believe in this system. You believe in this system, and you you try to keep yourself in high hopes and high spirits, and you know you will be let down here and there. Mm -hmm. But 
thankfully, you got to think, thankfully, we are in this generation yeah. where we can control the brand that we build, that we can monetize on so many different levels. Imagine if we had this when we had our... Ima can you imagine Bro, if I, social media was alive with holes? If social media oh, was alive during Scream Tour, I couldn't take it. People don't get that. I don't want to cut you off. I was like, I couldn't take advantage of having an arena full of people every night. That's the best clip I could get. And you saw the, you saw what standard definition that is. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, bro. Yeah. I was on private jets with Janet Jackson mm. with, with no way to Instagram live mm. it. And it, oh yeah. You, so now it's just your memory. It's just your it's memory. It's just my memory. It's just your memory that holds close to, and I'm thankful that we don't come from also from the generation where it's needed. Right. Like it's needed to be every time. Pull yeah. it, pull it, pull it. Yeah. Because in a sense, like me and you were raised by the OGs of this business. Mm -hmm. We saw what it was like with real success before the flexing with the faking. Oh of the no, cameras. no, a proper success. Yes, like, yes, yes, man. We come yeah. from that. So, I think probably me and you, we 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 struggle with coming with the polishedness of this mm -hmm. industry because we came from the OGs. We're polished. Right. But polished don't even work in this space. They would prefer you to be raw and authentic, like authentic, like yeah. really cut. Like, really? Yeah. That works. Yeah, brother. It's crazy. <laughs> a lot of my friends who do social media, a lot of them told me they were like, they noticed their videos would do better when they shot them on iPhones. Mm-hmm. Than when they actually shot them with their five Ds or whatever. Yeah, brother. And like you said, it's the authenticity. It's the, I think it's the fact that people, because so many things are accessible, people want to also feel like they can do it. Of course. Even if they're never going to actually try. Well, I mean, I could, but that's what draws them in. There you go. They're yeah. seeing it as that thing. It's like, there wasn't everyone like us who could want to have a craft, be passionate about something, chase it, accomplish it, and then be able to show it off. Right. In this day and age, you can show and do whatever you and want. And you can show off anything even before it's accomplished or polished. Done deal. I get asked this. How do I become an actor? And I, I my answer is always the same. And I see two reactions. Mm -hmm. I say, this, this come up to me. So how do I become an actor? I say, go act. And I either see disappointment mm -hmm. or I see inspiration. From me just saying, go act. Because either they immediately get what I'm saying or they're looking at me like I just slighted them. Or they're looking for me for another answer for me to give you a hack, give you a trick to it. You got to understand, you're talking to someone who didn't have the tools you have right now to go act. If you want to go act, go get your phone, turn it on, <laughs> go record, go edit the thing, and go put it on any platform that showcases your craft. What did me and you have to do? Oh, I had to do self-tapes because I was in Chicago. No, and what physical tapes? With physical, with oh, physical VHS tapes. tapes. Thank you. They were recorded. Then my father uh -huh. would have to go to FedEx. We mm -hmm. had a business account Come because he now. was sending out so many self-tapes. And let's be real. Hell em. How many of these were no's? Overnight. Yeah. yeah. Out here. Yeah. Come and on, you're right. Bro. Come and, on, and, bro. And, and, and <laughs> niggas on. don't want to take the phone that they scroll on Instagram on. Go act. Right. You have it way simpler than I did. Yes. You do. You yes. really do. I literally was also saying, like, even when I was looking at, like, how, you know, kids will end up on Ellen and stuff like that now. I was like, that's wild. Like, I only ended up on these things because, like, I was in commercials. Mm -hmm. Like, because it's like a kid will end up on Ellen because his parents just recorded something he did at the crib. It cost him nothing. It and it went viral. And, it went and viral. now this helps add on to the ratings of that. And it's often cracking from there. Wow. It's not the same game and it's it's 
there's a part of me that's very happy that it's not the same game either. Because right. the pro to everything I just said for us is the fact that now we now get a chance to update our resume every day. Yes. Excuse my language. I don't know if I curse on it, but every uh, fucking yeah, day I can update my resume. I don't have to wait on the audition, the 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 network or the studio waiting for approvals. Nah, if I want to go do some shit, I can just go fucking do, do it. it. Mm-hmm. And that's what we are as creatives. We had to be put through this process of this is just how it goes. This is how it goes. This is how it goes. Now the trade off of that is like, where's the monetization in it, right? Right. Because if back in the day you hit it big, cool. There's a check somewhere in that. There's way. a system for that. There's a system for that. But now we update it every day. And now we get a chance to what? Maybe work with a company or brand that want to come work with us because we understand our audience. So, and yeah. it's us. And it's us. And it's us. I, I think that's one of the things I'm figuring out now. Because um, after this, I'm going to ask how how you chose gaming and how you how you found that audience, especially like how you were able to tap into the fact that you're such a Disney staple, the Disney audience and everything like it's like uh, now I know I'm trying to find what that is because there's nothing cooler with all my friends who do things on the internet and social media, all this kind of stuff, than them having their own, it's their own thing. Like it's literally your own channel. It is your own. So if X amount of people will come in and buy into your channel, mm. that is something that does not go away. Nope. Regardless of what, how, what system wants to get rid of you, regardless of, no, these people are still going to show up because they're here for you. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Man. And opposed to, you know, waiting around and a whole bunch of maybes they'll or, you know, I hope they like, nah. Mm-mm. Yeah, we've we've come a long way, bro. And it's I wonder I wonder if guys like me and you are, have gotten a little more spoiled in a sense, because once we figured out, figured that out. Mm-hmm. Right. Do we really want to ever play ball again? And do we really like why? Why would you there? And there lies my issue. Yeah, it's it's. It's hard to go, okay, let me go. Because then it, it starts to feel like exactly why we're in this industry to not have the typical nine to five types. It starts to feel that way. And it yeah. starts to feel like, oh, my voice isn't my voice. Mm-hmm. My choice isn't my choice. Like, I'd rather, I'd rather craft something that's mine. Mm-hmm. You know, because that system will eat you up, spit you out, and they're going to get new ones. They'll get a new one. They'll get a new one. It's, it's not hard. Listen, man, yeah. I, I'll share this. I've shared this story a few times. I uh, I got offered the role of, I don't remember the character's name, but I got offered a high school musical. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right? The the script comes in, offer letter. My mom still has it. Uh, I get to like a, like page, I don't know, like 40 or 50, and it says it begins dance routine with basketball. And I was like, nope. <laughs> close the script. Close the script. I closed the script because I hoop. Bing, thank you, <laughs> thank you. I don't need to explain anything more. I re- like I. We come from that generation. We I grew hoop. up loving AI, Kobe mm-hmm. Bryant, Tracy McGrady, Vince Carter, yeah. Kevin Garnett. Like those, those are my basketball heroes, right? Right. And we had and one whole other thing. So I'm looking at the script and I'm like, wait, wait, this is like Greece with a basketball. Oh no. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't want to do it. <laughs> oh no. Up to that and up to that point in my career, that would have been the biggest check mm-hmm. I would have been have gotten at that time. Mm-hmm. And I give my parents so much credit for not even, not trying to come back, convince me otherwise, right. or even force me. Mm-hmm. I said, no, they said, okay. I have a story just like that. Okay. When I was younger, the Welch's grape juice kid. I remember that. Yeah, you know, that's a big thing. Yes. Know? So they, you know, they had like, I think in our era, maybe it was like two. So I'm in, 
I'm in the last wave. They fly me to Los Angeles. Oh, man. It's one of these. Oh, man. You know, they got us going. But they have me and this other girl going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And mind you, like, you know, I'm used to working. It was a lot. Yeah. They, and they were working us actually over the hours. They paid the, uh, the guy off who mm-hmm. comes and checks. Had us keep going. And I'll never forget. I asked my dad, how do you spell home? And he said, H-O-M-E. He just told me. I was like, oh. I went back down there. And then we did it. I said, I want to go H-O-M-E. They came upstairs. He said, hey, he wants, he's saying he wants to go home. Uh, my dad was like, all right, let's go. Let's go. Oh, man. And that would have been a bad. Yes, it would have. But met Stevie Wonder on the flight home. <laughs> Look how that works. He was missing a flight. He was in coach. <laughs> yeah, I know. It makes no sense. Wild time. Wild story to throw Wild in that story. <laughs> and, and I got a picture with Stevie Wonder wow. based off of that. But it's just crazy because... It shows, like, even though my parents definitely put me in this and it was a, a little bit more guided, like, it was never about, it was for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're like, if this is, you know, this is right. All right. Because also, he don't say stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. For your pops to back you even yeah. in that moment. He didn't, oh, give me a second. Let yeah. me just talk to him. Hey. <laughs> you sure about this? <laughs> we just got, we just flew. And I've seen it. I've seen it, bro. Yeah. Like I, I had those horrors. Like I, I got a chance to see the example of what, like, what a Hollywood kid could yeah. be. And I knew immediately, not that. Yeah, I'm not trying my mom or my dad in that way. Can't mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. Pops military moms was the biggest sweetheart in the world. Yeah, but moms would check me if need be. So, I feel you. All good. I was yeah. not playing with my mom like that. That's so it's funny. crazy to hear this very similar story. Like that's, and I think that's important for me and you to have made it this far. Mm-hmm. The longevity of us is the fact that we came from a very solid foundation yeah solid bro like i give all the the credit to my parents i know i do the same bro because yeah. it's it shows the importance too of like two-parent households man yeah like because i know it was like my mom would pack the bags my dad my dad would be ready to go he'd fly out here with me do whatever because he had a little bit more flexibility my mom's a, a registered nurse okay so he had a little more flexibility he'd come out here do whatever fly back keep it going if i had an audition my mom have all my stuff ready, da da da. Like it was a team. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they and they made it happen. Cause you know, we can't do any of this. Like, can't go to a fucking audition. You can't even be on set. Nope. Yeah. Nope. You can't be on set alone. Yeah. Uh I I do recall my a few people asking if my parents were ever on set. Yeah. Because they never saw them. I had the same kind of my be- dad was st- always all the- in the back. Thank you. Yep. They were tucked off, bro. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to even have that reputation of being involved. Now, mind you, look how it worked on the other side. If we go look at the, the and it's not to throw their name, throw them on mm-hmm. the bus, it's just how it went. If we look at the Hillary Duffs or anyone in that other realm, mm-hmm. their parents ended up coming on as producers for whatever project they were doing later because they were that involved. So uh, that's the trade-off. But that's also the difference of why did we begin it in the first place? And Good I know for, for my parents, it was, hey, you know, it's a black kid on South Side of Chicago. Mm. He's going to do something. It, we don't know exactly what he's probably not going to hoop. My dad ain't that tall. There's like sports might not be it. But he was signing me up for piano lessons and all that kind of stuff before I was even out of my mom's stomach. Wow. Like, he was like entertainment. And acting kind of came after like, you know, like once I got like three, four years old. Mm. And it was like, oh, he's charismatic. He's a cute kid. Like, you should get him in some, you know, then you do the whole, uh, the whole print job thing. Yep. Then you do the whole commercials. And, and then I caught the Michael Jordan Gatorade 
be like Mike. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> so since I caught that, that led to the, the late night appearances, you know, the Jay Leno's and yeah, the Howie man. Mandel shows and the... And then you did that whole game and then, you know, being on the news and then doing interviews and then that led to my TV show. Same. It's just building blocks, Exactly. Bro. Building blocks. Exactly. And a lot in the new era, it just kind of feels like once you catch a viral thing, Woo! yeah, the success will come and the opportunities will come, but look how quickly it burns out. It yeah. burns out so much quicker. Yeah. And I feel, I do feel sorry for any, you know, younger kids who are finding their success via social media without parents who even know what the hell is going on their parents work a nine to five right. their kids are becoming overnight celebrities via this this platform that you don't even understand that now these opportunities are being sent directly to their email i can't even try to help you manage your money or anything because I, I don't get how any of this works right. i feel sorry for them bro That's like really I, I me and you will talk in the future like i definitely think there needs to be something given to parents like because we get the chance to come from both worlds. Mm -hmm. We saw what it was like as success at a very young age. And now we understand what success looks like coming to their generation via just this. Right. Somebody's got to be able to tell their parents what the hell is going on here. So right. me and you need to set up a summit. That's all I'm saying. No, that man. That's we need a, to set up a that's summit. That's a great idea. Yeah, bro. Okay, so video games. Huge yeah. part of your life ever. Forever. Since day one. Yep. So at what point did you figure out, I want it. I want to do something with this. And I want to, whether it was a Twitch channel, whether it was like, how, how did that journey begin? Pandemic. So right before we got locked in, I was sitting down with Fox Soul to have my own late night talk show. Okay. I had pitched them on the idea of having the Arsenio Hall of our generation. Right. They love the concept, young black man. We don't have that. Right. Everything is either the, the girls talking with a bunch of them or two guys and a chick. It's very, you know, very different. So pitched them on the idea. They loved it. We're getting ready to go shoot the pilot for it the second week of April of 2020. And of course, you know, Lights that was out. all gone. Yeah. Live studio audience, something that I knew coming from what coming from mm -hmm. that. I know how to work a crowd. I know what I'm doing. That's gone now. So we're locked up and I'm looking, I'm looking at Twitch as a platform that I've seen so much success on, but no one has been able to tell me how the platform works. I've seen a lot of white boys win. Yeah. I've seen a lot of gamers win, but I don't see anyone that looks like me per se winning there. Mm -hmm. So I studied Twitch, bro, for the first two months of the pandemic. I still have the notebook. I studied it. Like I went to school, studied it. All the biggest guys, all the, the smallest guys and girls, everybody wrote down notes. What I see working for them, da, 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 da. Okay. All right. I get this. So now let me combine my love for gaming with every idea I have for the talk show and let it launch. Launched it, and it just worked instantly because I knew what I wanted it to look like. I knew the overlays I wanted. I knew the the bits. I knew the the transitions. Emo I knew everything. Right. So I dropped it already layered, ready to go, and it just worked, man. That's amazing. So you man. combine that with my brother, Kadeem, being a huge tech guy and having a lot of the equipment that I was going to need anyway. Right. And him being a video game collector, there was no video game I didn't have. None. I had every game. Right. Everything. I was going to play what I wanted, but oh, like, what's some of you guys' favorite retro games? Uh, well, I play, I used to love the, the Donkey Kong game on the Super Nintendo. Bet. Boom, we're playing it. Beat it to the. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Keep them engaged in that way. So that's how it worked, man. That's how it began. Damn, that's so cool, man. And now you're with WME? Yeah, I'm over WME. at WME. So WME happened because the guy who um, 
first noticed what I was doing on Twitch, who worked at Twitch, like, you know, welcomed me on the platforms, like, yo, you're doing this, you're killing it, just gonna give you a few tips. You know, set a, he told me, set a schedule. That's what really works well for, for the platform to build it up. I followed every tip he gave me. Uh, he ended up going to William Morris, called me up the first week he was there and was like, hey, I'm at WME now. Uh, I would love to sign you. You'd be my first signee. I said, all right, cool. Lock in. And that was just on the gaming side. A week goes by <laughs> and they realize who they just signed. And they wait were like, minute. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no, get him for the acting, get him for the brand partnerships, lock his ass. That's amazing. So that's bro. how gaming opened up that. You got to think of that. Maestro, the era, the era we come from. I just gamed my way into William Morris, dog. That's wild. I video gamed my way into William Morris as the actor and the gamer. And Where was that opportunity when we were kids, man? It's, it's, but what I will say and what I love about it is it's like we've learned or we're learning how to do every job in mm -hmm. the business, mm -hmm. every single job. So it's like all that happens because of all these building blocks you've put in over the last 20 years or how, how many years are you in now? 28. 28. 28 years. Yeah. 28 I'm, I'm, I'm years. right there. With we're you, vets. Like we're veterans. Yeah. Don't let tell us different. We're vets. And that's my point. And we're so veterans. now that you've built all of that, once, you know, once it's, it's just finding the relevancy in that momentum. Yeah. And find them. But you also, you created your momentum, which is like 100%. nothing but respect. Man. Thank you, brother. Thank nothing you. I know you, you were talking about the Disney thing and how it plays in. It's like yeah. even before, you know, you book holes, like I was, I was a huge Disney movie kid. I watched right. them all. I loved them. Um, so to be underneath the umbrella of Disney, just with holes, um, that is, a, that, of course, a dream come true. Yeah. But it was not the thing that would help push everything through the roof. But mm -hmm. my love for Disney never changed. Right. So all it took is years later for me to, like, talk about how much I love it for real. And mm -hmm. that's helped And keep doing that. that on your platform with your people who are engaged who know your story. There you go. And they give a damn to know your story. And there that's, you go. That's, that's one of my favorite things with uh, as far as streaming platforms goes. That's why I love uh, Amazon. Mm -hmm. Because when you pause the scene, you at least get to see who these each of these actors on screen, like who they are. Yeah. Opposed to, you know, everywhere else, it's just, you know, people buy into the story, then they're out. Yeah. Man. And if they don't have a reason to continue to follow you or if there's nothing else that's being sold, you know. I'm looking at a lot of the new actors, to be quite honest. I, I am. Like, no one's telling them these things. Well, no, because they don't want them to know these things because then you realize what your value is. Okay, so... If there's no Hollywood, and this is how I look at it, if there's mm -hmm. no Hollywood system, right? Or if you find a way to play outside of the Hollywood system mm -hmm. and you get really successful, then you don't, it, it's almost like why the NBA has to pay niggas so much money. Like, it's like, because we we can't have, like, we got to keep all these guys here. Like, we got we, we got to keep them here. And I think it's the same idea, like, if, if Michael B. Jordan can go somewhere else and go make $50 million, he's going to go do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think that's why they keep the game the way that it is, where it's like, hey, this rug, though, could get pulled. Right. And once we pull this rug, you get none of it. Yeah. So it's better to just play within our game and get where you can, get where you can and level this up than it is to try to play outside of it. But once you play outside of it and win... So I know Hollywood didn't want their stars touching social media. Yes. Like early Twitter, mm -hmm. first tweet, like they didn't really want them on there because they knew, all right, then you can go build up your value yourself. Now we no longer 
put you on the platform. You built the platform yourself. So they didn't want them touching it until it became a part of marketing. Then they're like, shit, we need them on it. Right. Cool. Now we're, we're there 100%. You yeah. see the influencers have to go to premieres. They have to go to the events because oh, yeah. that's, the, that's literally how we're getting our word out for our projects, our other actors, things like that. What I'm saying is like any actor right now who's our age, mm -hmm. who's just now found their success in life in the last three to five years, if you're not taking the time to understand what you got at this very moment that you can monetize later right. by keeping a camera rolling on you, you're messing up. Facts. Because what you got at this very moment, once the show is canceled, once the, once the show, hey, we're not renewing it for the next season. It's all, it's You're over. right back to square root one. So in the midst of all this, that YouTube channel should have been started. Right. Because that's going to monetize forever any goddamn way. I always say this. I'm like, once you're in season two of a show when people are like, you know, and you have good rapport with the cast and send stuff. I don't know. Like you just said, I don't know why every actor doesn't have a cool little BTS YouTube. Are you kidding me? Run it. Don't be number not, one to five on the call sheet. I'm running this. I'm all not giving, day. I ain't giving nothing up. Like, you yep. know what I mean? The episodes come out and then I put drop the BTS of the episode. There it is. Huh? But they don't do it like that. It, because you know why? Listening. Because it takes work and effort. Good point. And they get into <laughs> a bag right now. And it. they don't realize that the bag stops at some point. <laughs> they don't realize this yet. And that's why it's like, it's like, I know. It would have been fun, but I just know there's certain areas of my life where if you would have been like, man, no, man, all you got to do is just keep rolling this, doing that. I'm like, yeah, man, I feel it. No, mm -hmm. you're right, though. But it was not <laughs> sticking. It, <laughs> it was, was not going to stick. stick. No. But then once you realize, you're like, wait, you ain't never been on TV. How much you making? Yep. Wait, and you do? Yep. Uh, if residuals aren't the same for me and you as they were back in the day. What do you think a residual looks like now for a generation Bro. where there's no residuals and it's Bro. just streaming? But meanwhile, you can go create your content, upload it to all these platforms and have that residual income no matter what, because it's living forever. Right. I don't understand how no one has picked up on this. Like, yo, or, you're not seeing this yet. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't give it to me or you. Cause it's, it's going to get, it's going to get oh. crazy. I'm going, if I'm going wild now. Oh, It'd I already know. Dumber. I already know. And yeah. and what I love about it too is when we do things, it's always going to come with a certain level of polish. Yeah. Like that's what I was talking to Denzel about this. And it's just like, because of our time, yeah. we do things differently. Yep. So even just the way we make it look, the way, how you say it, like you were like, oh, I already knew what I wanted. Cause you were about to do a talk show. Yep. Like that's, uh, people can't do talk shows. People could talk to a camera. They can do that. True. But a real <laughs> talk show in dealing with the people. Nigga, that's Steve Harvey. Yeah. That's, you know what I mean? That's Nick Cannon. That's yeah. like, that's not a skill. I, I say it's the same. I like, I really enjoy stand-up comedy. Mm. And I feel it's the same where it's like, man, there's all these people who are funny. Mm. They're, influ they're influencers. They're good at making people laugh. They don't know how to stand on stage and tell jokes, though. Mm -hmm. Because that takes a bit more structuring. Mm -hmm. And that takes a bit more of a arc and a hill, mm -hmm. you know? That's a craft. That is a craft, craft man. Yeah. I have nothing but the utmost respect for any comedian who Same. does it at any level. I work with a lot of guys over there at All Def. All right. And like, because I've worked with them, I've, I've been out and people, people are like, yo, man, I love you on All Def, man. Like, yo, you guys, you comedians. And I stop them like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Let me just stop you there. I am not a comedian because of the level of respect I have for them. Yeah. Tony, Tahir, Kev, 
all of them. I know to hear. <laughs> Bruh, I love what they do, and yeah. that is a craft that is not easy no, at, not at all. all. And so, and yeah. it's really difficult to navigate in this era, too, mm-hmm. because it's like, I always wonder, because I want to try it at some point, like, you know, try to, it's one of the, on the bucket list of mm-hmm. items, but it's, it's like, man, how do you, how do you find your crowds, especially in a time like this? How many places are you going to go? If you're the raunchy comedian, how many places are you going to go? And it just be like, no. Yeah. Before you find that crowd where it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. This though. Yeah. I can, I can. Yeah. Oof, what a time. Yeah. What a time to be a comedian. Because people are offended so oh, easily. Easily. <laughs> yeah. Easily. Like we have, uh, we just got announced very recently that they're changing the lyrics for uh, The Little Mermaid. They're changing some lyrics in, oh, as wow. far as um, Kiss the Girl. They're changing those lyrics and they're changing the poor, unfor- the villain song, the poor unfortunate soul song. Oh wow! Because of just where we are, so like the adapt, everything needs to adjust, and I'm fully with adjusting to to yeah. being able because it's a different generation. It really is. It's a really is a different generation. We came up in a wild time. Yeah. WWF South Park. <laughs> it was a wild era, bro. It was a the wild Simpsons time. had only been on like two years, three bro, years. Yeah. We came from a different era. Everyone now is just different. And you got to kind of accept it because no matter what, the youth lead the charge. Yeah. And that's not going to change. Never. Mm-hmm. So in 15 years from now, guess what? The youth will be leading the charge to change again. I mean, you're just going to be old and dusty. But if we own all the media that the youth If are we making- own all the media, <laughs> if we go and try to buy one of the big studios, then... then- <laughs> Then and only then. And then that's when they're like, those guys are old and dusty and they own everything. Uh, yeah, we knew. We knew. We, <laughs> we knew what knew, was we coming. Knew. We knew. AI. Yeah. What are your just your thoughts on where that's headed as far as your uh your social, social media game or uh, internet gaming that actually I want to know what you think AI in gaming, where Ooh. that's going. AI in gaming, I don't know yet. Okay. I've seen, okay, so we've seen AI take on art, mm-hmm. real art, painters, yes. drawings. Yeah. We've seen art take on writing, mm-hmm. writing, like legit. You Even can write a full script ideas, done thing. jokes, all, everything. Notice how it only got wild as soon as y'all music got touched. Oh, yeah. As soon as y'all music got touched, that's when it was like, wait, wait, shut down. I need a bill to be passed right now. They can't develop anything for the next five years. It was you music, motherfuckers. <laughs> it I was can't, all good. I love, listen, I love music. I love people who create, but I cannot stand the music business. business. I oh. can't stand it. Because they know, the the, the music business, the, the rough part about it is they know that they've been stealing so much money for so long. But they're like, no, 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 no. This can't stop. So they just keep creating new methods. Cause like you would, you would think if if people don't have to go buy a CD of mine, mm-hmm. you would think it being readily available, somehow I would make more money. Wow. Wow. My you, sh- would, like, you would think. You would think. Right? That but, makes sense to me. They don't have to leave the house. But point zero zero one something of a cent, like. What are you supposed to do with that? And then, you know, they run up the numbers for the popular artists and they do that. It's just like, 
I think this is the AI thing is going to be just like how Napster was in the beginning and all the like, it's going to, they're just going to rework some things. Cause mm-hmm. even remember for a while it was like, wait, distribution, we can upload our stuff to wherever. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't need to sign no label. Mm-hmm. I'll just go on distro kid, build my blah, blah, blah. But then what they started doing was partnering with all the distribution labels. Exactly. So then it was just like, oh yeah, you got distribution through blah, blah, blah. Yep. But they're under Warner music. Yep. Yep. People was getting a check for just a quick second. Music, everyone who's in charge of music will always make sure to figure out how to go back and get their money. Yes. Twitch was the proof of that for me. I'm having a blast on Twitch those first that first year. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. You guys have been gaming, playing music. Bro, again, it was I had a fully oh. talk show. So right. boom, we're doing sing-alongs. I got the green screen set up. I'm in the middle of my favorite music videos having a goddamn <laughs> blast. And the next thing you know, a year later, we're still in the pandemic. Yeah. The artists haven't toured. The artists haven't sold. Wait a minute. Every music, A&R, every music except, wait, Twitch, you guys been using all of our music without our consent? Oh, no, no. Copyright strike everything or cut us a big check and, you know, just don't do it again. Wow. You music, (laughs) y'all get, yo. Bro, it's, they they will find, and that's another, for me, that's the rock and the hard place. There's two infrastructures where I'm just like, man. They're both full of shit. Which They're, one do you which which one do you pick? You bet on yourself. You bet on and yourself, bro. Yeah. You bet on yourself. There's an article that just went up on on deadline as far as uh, you know, what's getting ready to happen in the industry. There's about to be another strike. Writer as strike. far as writer strike is coming. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, which means auditions are gonna slow up as far as casting. And it was it was from a casting director's thing that I found it. And just hearing seeing the caption talk about, you know, what advice will I give to actors is, you know, find up find ways to keep your creative fire. And I was like, where was any of that information way back in the day? I had to figure that out alone, do it, feel yeah. my creative fire, I'm good. But now you can pass that information around to people. Because then it's like TikTok, right? If you fuel your creative fire, you're still not worth anything. Then what I can just go do is, oh, you have all this. I'm going to come pluck you because I have this large name. I'm still not going to pay you anything crazy unless you've built something at some. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, go get kind of popping. Yep. You know what level of popping when it really changes. Like yeah. when it's like, oh, no, 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 no. We got to pay this person. But prior to that, go get popping. We got enough to, oh, we'll, and then we'll just put you in this movie instead of this. Uh, oh, hi, how you doing? We're going to use this guy who's mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the beauty of it. Now it's like, oh, we'll just use. Wait, wait, no, but. Yeah, but he's popping and he also has X amount of years of oh, yeah, we'll go with him. Bring yeah, the op this yeah, way. We, Bring that we we yeah. We believed in a system that told us to do it one way. And then when they changed the rules on us, we were left behind for a second. Mm-hmm. Cool. No, bet on you. Bet on you because we, again, we have the technology, we have the skill set to do anything and everything that is expected of us. It's still entertainment no matter what. Right. So as long as there's something recording. And as long as there's something ready to show off, show it off and put it out there to a platform, we're going to eat. It's facts. Yeah. Man. And go to, uh, I'm going to switch it around for you. Quick question. Is your end goal with this, in, with, with this business to be in it forever or do you got an exit strategy? My goal is to be in it forever on my terms. Okay. So I'm I'm sounding like Franklin State right now. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to play. I'm free. <laughs> no chains. Yeah, nah, let's hope it doesn't end that way. No, no, um, no. no, no, no. But, um, no, but seriously, like, it's almost like I want to find a way to be adjacent. Mm. Like, I, I want to find and create something which is 
entertainment and need it. And that forever keeps me in the mix. It's almost like a... I don't know. I just know that at the end of the day, my goal is to change something in all of this shit that I hate. Mm. That's my end goal. Mm. But I know that I must get to a level to be able to be in these spaces to do those things. Yeah. So whatever it is, I think I want it to be something. Yeah, my thing is I don't have an extra strategy for this business. Just because I do love, maybe not necessarily the business of it, but yeah. I do love the shit entertainment, man. Even just sitting here talking to you, like this is dope. Yeah. Like the fact that we can do this and, and this is, it costs us nothing. nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And th- there's a conversation we would have had anyway. We should have had, we, we don't get to see each other because we'd be working. Yeah. But like, same idea, man. Like, that's what I love about it. And I know that there's like, man, I'm just, I'm, we we're born and like we're too good at it. So, I feel I'd be doing a disservice not to be a part of it. Agreed. But I do think as I do each thing, I get more antsy. So if I were to do a series regular on a television show for the next three years, oh, yeah, I'd be like, okay, especially get some bread. Okay, the TV stuff is, I'm really trying to do this now. Mm. Like, I'm a very, like, there's things I want. I, I want those platinum plaques for producing records. Mm. Not, I don't really care about the plaques. I just want that, the signification okay yeah you knocked that one out yeah want some more television posters okay you knocked these out you did that and then keep with each thing i learn in that move forward to do something else mm. that's more on the business end of what i'm doing yeah because too many people have eaten off of us for years you know what i mean and I, and if i can change that game in any way whether that be on the music industry side or the i feel that's my final product i think that's what i want to say Whatever that product is, I need to make to be where I want to be in yeah. life. That product is going to have something to do with fixing something within one of these industries. Beautiful. Beautiful to hear, that's brother. The goal. Beautiful. And that's beautiful to hear just because I, you can come to that realization after being in it for this mm-hmm. long. That only comes with longevity of it. Facts. Yeah. The fact that you want to be in it long enough to fix the issues that you've seen. That's yeah. beautiful, bro. No, for sure. It's yeah. it's like the have you ever watched the the Black Godfather? The story of uh, Clarence Avon? On is that the, it was on Netflix. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, like even just like a guy like him. Like yeah. how he was able to for good move the needle on a lot of things and change like he, he got uh Hank Aaron first black with Coca-Cola. Yeah. He set up these deals. He did so in his way, he was fixing things that were, you know, that where there was a separation. Now it wouldn't be so much that on that end, but it would be more on even just how you just said, how it's like, wow, there is no, you know, the NBA now gives people financial advice Mm -hmm. or like, you know, gives them the tools to understand the money they're coming into. Where is that for people in social media? Where is that for people? And, you know, I always say this, I'm like, man, if you really want to break it down and you've had experiences with even this guy, but like, are you kidding me? Like if if Nick Cannon did what Soldier Boy did for breaking people using the internet to make music, yeah. think of what Nick Cannon would have created. Ooh. Or think of where Nick Cannon would sit. Yeah. Like on some board or over at TikTok or somewhere and they would be like and it's like a guy like Soldier Boy should eat, you know, obviously we know he moves differently, but yeah. that easily should have been the transition for the next. Yeah. Like, 
because you he invented it. It's like like bro, you invented how to how to even do this, and you consistently beat the algorithm. Yeah, you consistently stay relevant. You could be completely irrelevant. Soldier Boy will do something and be relevant. Yep, and it's like oh okay. I've always said Soldier Boy's got his built in. He's he's got built in PR. <laughs> yes. He's got built in yeah. PR because his it's the name. Yep, and no matter what, like you said, no matter what he does says. It's it's a headline. It's going. It's going, man. And that's 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 a great tool to have in this business. But but it's a great tool to have. But then also, once again, he's selling his own thing. Because if he wasn't selling his own thing, that can't be in any of these algorithms. Mm-mm. They're not having it. You're right. You and that, and that's why it's always whenever you see those those outliers, it's always to me it's the coolest because it's like, man, you figure out how to do this and like. Think how many corporations have had to do deals with Soldier Boy and been like, ah, oh, we gotta. <laughs> the guy came, and you know we hear the stories. I remember they came through. It was forty of forty yeah. of them, and they they came. They all 40, smelled like marijuana. <laughs> it was forty five minutes late, <laughs> and then and the guy did one song. I was going, how much do we pay? And he got paid this much. That's crazy. Not if you know what this nigga did to get here. Yeah, if you saw that computer he was making these beats on. No, yeah. it's not, it's not really that crazy, but it's just. Shit, man. Like, but once again, it's it's still that opposed to being shit. Think of uh what's the guy's name? Uh Chameleonaire. Oh, the goat would have had in my opinion, the, the goat. Same, that's my the boy. Goat. Imagine if he had done what Soldier Boy had done in some capacity. Like, think what he'd be able to change. Yeah. Or how even how you saw you seen the video where he talked about his telling the label, like, all right, if y'all don't want to cut me my check. I'll just uh, I'll teach the people on your label how to run an audit. Mm-hmm. They didn't know how to run an audit. Mm-hmm. So they gave me <laughs> they gave him his money that week. You have it. You have it. Never mind. We good, bro. Knowledge. We didn't have a lot of this stuff, man. Like it's there now There's more no than ever. And I told this. I'd be telling this to my little sister because my my baby sister's nineteen. She's an artist, and you know she she asked me a lot of questions mm-hmm. because she wasn't like there's. There's a, literally a picture of me holding her when she was maybe a year old or maybe even almost nine months old on the set of Roll Bounce oh, that's fine. in my mom's living room. And we just, I just bought her a car last week. Like she drove me to dinner last night. That's Like wild. that's crazy. And that's amazing, bro. It, it, I'm that's, very proud of moments like that, yeah. bro. Like I worked my ass that's off. What that. That's what matters. That's the shit that matters. That's the matters. shit that matters. Yeah. To be able to work my ass off 20 years since when the world would know me, to be able to, my baby sister, because of the work that I've put in, not guaranteeing anything, not mm-hmm. hoping something, praying something, no, work for it and be able to give that back to family. Right. Love that aspect. The work, the work ethic we've had to put in throughout this time, brothers, was like the most important. Yeah. No matter what. You gotta put the work in. So for baby sis to be around me, ask me these questions, like, yo, why is it like, why do you this, that, and then I'm like, clearly, because you didn't see. You right. did not see this. You got to put this work in. Right. I know the social, they make it seem like it's easy. It is. It is easier to an extent. But unless you have to do, unless you're doing it consistent, consistently, it's and, just going to come and go. And that's the problem with, like you said, with socials. It, it is consistency. So we went from, oh, no, I'm on this thing. This will mm-hmm. let me ride for a year or two or three. Or how big this thing gets, we'll see. There's only, what, five networks for it to be like. <laughs> 
<laughs> you feel me? Like whatever. Man. Like whereas now it's like nah, bro. Like either there's a million streaming apps, there's a million streaming services, there's a million things that you could be on that no one's gonna see you. There's a million things you could be, but I think that's another game too. Like I see sometimes younger guys and they're like still chasing. You know, they're chasing the just the being on TV thing, and I'm like, hey, respect, but. I feel like now, even more than ever, catalog matters. Mm. Like, what you've been on will matter more. Because there's so much stuff. It's not like back in the day where it's like, oh, if you're on TV, someone might see you. Yeah. No. Like, people have their pockets of what they watch. Facts. So it's like, it's not like back in the day where it's like, oh, you just just came on at seven. And I was looking and it was like, no. Mm. Like, if you're on a show that, like, that isn't, you know, our generation doesn't watch, it's going to do nothing for your socials. Yep. This doesn't matter. Facts. You get, no facts. Getting a check every week, it's cool, but, but it's going to do nothing for your socials. So and you're eating that, you're sitting back and eating with that check, but you're not building anything for yourself. You're doing nothing. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you must build something. Whereas if you get on the right show, it's kind of boiled in. Mm. All you got to do is just go, go play. Yeah. Like actually try, just try a little bit because it's coming in because people are watching it. And it's the generation that's watching it that uses this technology. It's like if you're on network TV, you're oh you're getting a better check than everybody. But like, yeah. you're, no one's looking you up on socials. Like, nah, it's not their generation. And it's you know the OGs, the, the ones older than us, like they got a chance to live and eat and die by a level of in a sense secrecy. Mm-hmm. You feel me? The only time we ever saw. The OGs is when they were doing the press runs for these projects right. that they were doing. And then they can go in seclusion for three, six months and then be back out, mm-hmm. back on set for their next thing. Not no 24-7, it's, it's go time. It really is, man. Like, I'm, I wasn't the biggest Jake and Logan Paul fans, like, during their runs. I had, to under, I had to adapt to understand what the game was and learn. I was like, oh, I was a hater. I was a hater of you guys, and now you, I, you guys literally have put the formula out there. Now I'm just gonna go crush it because I see it now. Right, you guys did it. it you, it's ahead. like no, you saying that though reminds me of how you explained WWE to me, and I remember how you broke down how the business worked, and I was like, oh yeah, it's the same way I like dissect samples and shit. I'm like, oh no, 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 he like gets it. So it's like, yeah, trying to do even trying to do this, trying to do anything in that space. I see what you mean. Because I felt the same way. I was like, ah, these guys, all they're doing is da da But then you start to realize, and you're like, oh, the consistency you're doing is that? And then what you're doing. And then on top of that, the fact that, what, one of them comes from Disney. And one, one, yeah, one of them I think was on, yeah, and, the, the and, younger one. And completely breaks away from that and creates his own thing. Now you see Prime everywhere. Bruh. Like, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, y'all are like real. That, if that's, that's an extra strategy. That is a consumer product good. That is CPG. Okay? <laughs> Them boys made a shift. Yes. I'm at the store, and I just, I heard a family walk in and ask the workers, hey, you guys only have this one prime flavor. We're looking for this one, this one, and this one. I'm like, there's prime back there, but they didn't want that. They wanted these three other flavors. Bro, I don't. And, they and turned that shit into Pokemon cards. You got to be kidding me. Quickly. Too. Yes. Like, quick. I remember seeing the ad and being like, what's this prime shit? To... Seeing it's the official drink of UFC, making plays, yep. to hearing this story. And then before, right before hearing this story, somebody came over the other day. I was doing a session, walks in with a prime. Yep. And I'm like, oh, this shit's in my house. Marketing. That good. That good. I'm at Mania. What is he? They're at Mania with it. Right. He's in the ring wrestling. Who's in the who KSI's 
pulls off his mask, he's in a full prime bottle. I'm like, you gotta be. Mwah. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Mwah, I see bro. every. Ang- That's why I get angry when I see when I see the lowbrow version of it. Like, I love a good. Ah, oh, when you pl- product place and do everything properly, like you said. Beautiful. I get mad when people half-ass it, and then I'm like, oh, come on. So, yeah. oh, oh, okay. So you're trying to get the blah blah. That it's cheap. Yep. Cheap. Opposed to oh, you've hit every. I remember being in Vegas. My boy Ruckus was DJing. It was a Diddy night. Before Diddy even walks in the booth, like three motherfuckers walk in, bottles of Ciroc. They already taking pictures of the bottles, bottles of Ciroc at every angle while Ruckus DJing, while other people DJing, crowd, mm. all this kind of shit. Then they have two set up. They have the case in the back ready for when you know Diddy's bottles come out. Mm-hmm. And then Puff walks in, you know, entourage and all, holding the bottle of Ciroc. And I'm just like. It's it's the experience. You you sell you sell the lifestyle perfectly, and this is this is what this brand is, and it works every time. Oh, that CPG move, believe me, I'm looking. <laughs> I got my eyes wide open. I scoped. I was like, okay, bet, cool. I'm looking. They gave us the game plan, bro. Right. It's just who can do it. Like, can you can you figure out how to do it for yourself? Dead mm-hmm. ass, man. And to circle back on the you know, the roles as far as like what you're on and what you're not on, what's helping socials and what's helping building a brand for yourself. Like I had to tell my team, look, I've done a lot of similar roles, similar. I've been in interrogation rooms now four (laughs) times on TV. We're done. We're done. I don't know how much more I need to be interrogated (laughs) by police on different shows. We're done. I agree. I'm done. I agree. I am done, man. Like, I, I see something so much more, like, something different. Like, I know, like, I give this to you. I feel like younger me was able to do so much and be a part of so many black stories because maybe my facial features hadn't set in yet. Right. My mom's Moroccan. My dad is black. As I've gotten older, I look more Moroccan than I look black. Mm-hmm. I'm watching the World Cup and Morocco, first African country to make it into uh, the semifinals. Okay. They cut to the crowd and I see nothing but Moroccans. And I'm like, holy shit, they look like me. Right. You're not hiring one of those guys that look like that to go be in Snowfall. No. That's <laughs> no, not going to happen. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Optically. So I told my team, I was like, look, if it's not sci-fi, if it's not fantasy, I don't want to audition for it. I don't want to waste your time or my time with it because I know. I've already done these things. I know it's not going to have the impact. And I'm na- I can now navigate this business with the tools I got that we did not have when I was younger. I right. got them now. If it's not sci-fi or fantasy, I can't audition for it. It's ain't, a waste of everyone's time. Ain't that's the best part about it? Mm. And that's where your heart lies anyway. So, so, so let, hold on. Let me WWE it. Let me WWE it, right? <laughs> you know me. You, mm-hmm. Games, uh, comics, mm-hmm. statue, figurines, all that. That's me. Yeah. Let me book something in sci-fi and fantasy that goes three seasons. <laughs> I'm at every con for the next five years booked. Easily. And happy to be there. Very happy. Enjoying life. 
what am I going to do being interrogated again on a guest star role that's just go now don't get me wrong I'm very grateful for every single thing I've done but those were all tools to add to the kit we've got those sharpened I say this all the time I'm like an another guest role is not going to put me where I need to be Another, you know, I mean, if it's not the guest role, you know, when they do those special guest roles yeah. featuring like when you get one of those in the, in the right space where you're also doing something that's not the conventional being, because now I've been interrogated at least three to four times. Come well. on, bro. It is like, I, it, I, what am I going to do here? Like, so, um, yeah, we're so we're, we were also taught in a sense to be very grateful. Yeah. For the for the opportunity, mm -hmm. for booking the role, being there on set, having that we've done it. Mm -hmm. I am very grateful and I know you are as well. Yeah. I can't sit here and tell you that I would like to have another opportunity to audition to be interrogated again. I've been interrogated enough. I agree. I've been the criminal. I've been the I've been the criminal a few times. I've been the tech guy. I've been in the military. I've been a drug addict. <laughs> I've done a few things. Don't like what's left, what I would love to do that's out of my, in a sense, I say this, I say it, but I'm going to circle it back with it. It's, I, I would like to do the thing that I'm not in control of, which would to be in a sci-fi, something fantasy that right. I know I could really get into. And dive into, yeah. But then I'm being a little bit of a hypocrite if I'm not sitting here saying, my, my show, I could go do it myself. Very I could go do it myself. Very true. I go get the script that I want. I partner with my writer and we go to work. Cool. Right. We got the suit. We got the short done. Right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Go to work. I love what you did on the the UA when I came to the man. Yeah. That was sick. That UA was, was that beautiful. was fire. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's seeing those things come to fruition. But I know, and there, I always laugh. I'm like, I know at some point, bro, you gotta at least get a serious look at if they ever do another Jafar. Got to. I think I think you'd murder that. Disney, look, y'all doing all the live actions. Mm -hmm. When it's time to tell the story of Jafar, yes. of how he got into the palace of Agrabah, let's yeah. go to work. Man, so I had to break down Aladdin to somebody who hadn't seen it in years. And I was like, you ain't seen the Aladdin animated in years? They were like, no. Nah. I was like, you okay, look, so Aladdin really just lying the whole time. <laughs> Aladdin hustles his way because he's a street rat. He's a hustler. Right. Jasmine escapes the palace. And what's the first thing she asks? Like, where the street niggas at? Like, hold on. Like, I've been tucked away in this palace too long. I'm trying to be out here and find what's going on in the streets. Jafar immediately figured out that, hold on. Now, mind you, he set him up the first time. But he's like, yo, I, I, know, I know a hood nigga when I see one. Right. You from the same place I am. So that's how I see the whole the whole story I between see what them you're two, saying. and that's how you ended up getting them in the end, whatever. But the opportunity comes up, I agree with you. Man. I would love to play you'd, Jafar. You'd, cr you'd crush that. I mean, there's so many <laughs> like you said in that Moroccan bag. There's so there's so many angles. I feel like you'd crush. I look forward to seeing those opportunities come up, man. Like dead ass. Like I see, we're seeing so much more stories told, black stories told, mm -hmm. and we came from a generation where it wasn't that. At all, but we see it's it's there. It is peaked when we, Black Hollywood was talked about, and we saw just the heavy hitters. No, no, no. Black Hollywood is here. Here, yeah. here. there are so many black storytellers now, and I'll be honest, I don't think or I, I don't feel that I fit. When I, I look, they're not casting Cleo Thomas to be the black male lead. Yeah, I, I don't see it. No, I feel you. They'll cast you. 
Yeah, one hundred percent. But even then, I I even was saying I was like, man, I a lot of times I was just going, I'll look and I'll say, who on TV right now looks like me? I want mm. things I'd want to be on. Mm. So I always I say like, okay, my boy Algy. Okay, you, you know, like you have to do four year. Okay, um, I could see myself on some like Leon shit on like Snowfall, okay. right? And then I start looking around and I'm like, a lot of these other shows, it don't, because it, it's either like you're in the youngish, almost grown pocket, or you're in the grown pocket. Yeah. We, you're, you're just crossing over. At least you can kind of get the full beard now. Oh, barely. Like, like oh, barely. We, we barely. both, we both, <laughs> it's like the overlap. We're not quite in the grown pocket. Mm-mm. But when it comes to like, it, it, it's a different look now. Yeah. It's a different look than our era. Like it's, like, yeah, the lead of shows look like Damson or Daniel Kalua. And like that, like tall, dark skin. As they should. As they 100% exactly. should. And not mad at it. Yeah. But then you also got to know, okay, well, if that's what I'm looking at, what moves do I make? How do I? I How gotta, do I adapt? Got to pivot. Adapt. My mm-hmm. favorite word. Adapt. My favorite word, brother. I oh, live shit. and die by it. Adapt. Because that's all we got. Yep. Yeah, man. Before you get out of here, three to five books that change your life. Ooh, three to five books that changed my life. Um, the Power of the Actor. Okay. 48 Laws of Power. Yeah. Um, the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Damn. Okay. Or giving a Fuck, one yeah. to two. Um, holes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> holes. Um, last one out of... Uh, I started reading the... This is more personal, but mm-hmm. I'll just put it out there. I'm, I'm just trying to understand us as a culture and where we are genera- generationally. Uh, the Ethical Slut. Oh, I have, I've yeah. heard of the book, but I didn't know what it is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really just touching on, I believe it's touching on like polyamory, things like that. Ah, okay. And not to say that it's a lifestyle that I'm interested in at all. It's just more about, I'm trying to understand the mindset of where we are generationally. No, things have changed. Me and you came from, like you said, a very solid foundation. Our parents... My parents been together since high school, so that's all I knew. But now you try to explain. Now, you, so you come. I was always conflicted with this. Okay, I want to replicate what my parents had, but my parents have not had to see or deal with the things I've had to experience since I was thirteen. So, well, like, <laughs> Bro, you're, you're preaching to a choir. I'm like, how? How? If I yeah. could just understand you, maybe. Yeah. Or just the thought process of that, yeah. then maybe it can. Because it's it's crazy that it's like. We like, like the ethical slut makes it, people are ethically non-monogamous. Yes, yes. It is just like damn. So that what that mean? We talked about it once, or was that? <laughs> I don't get it. This I is don't a get slippery slope, my friend. So I'm trying to understand it. So that's something that that even personally, like I'm trying to gauge because it's different. It's just different. different yeah. It's just different. The things that we were taught, the things that we saw, that's not reality. And if it, it's there, this it's there for some people. Shout out to the nine to five folks. Shout out to the folks who live in, in middle America. They're getting married the day after they graduate high school. But it's even changed for them because then you got to remember they're getting married the day. But he's still trying to text some motherfucker oh, in Australia. Oh, right, that's right. That's right. That's right. I didn't even think of that. Still, yeah, no, oh, yeah, the social still screw it up. Oh, my God. Bro, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, because my parents, once again, they, I, I don't know exactly, but it's 30-something years. Yes, 30-something years. I'm 31. Rock. So, like, yeah, they, they figured it out. I know what it is wasn't always a cakewalk but yeah. you know it was, once again it's like crafting something building something saying no like, we'll, we'll, we'll push through you know yeah. um and now i just that's not really the thing i feel like it's it's one of those things where 
everyone feels like they have a million options, but when you feel like you have a million options, you know what happens every day? One of those options goes away and slowly, but surely you have one to no options. And then you look back and you'd be like, damn, about four options ago was a pretty good one in comparison to, yeah, I, I, that's, that's one place in my life. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out, man. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out because it is it is hard to find people who have the same values as especially coming from like you said two parent household is you don't it's hard to meet people who have the same values and who have the same work ethic for a relationship because mm. what you have to remember is your work ethic is different because of what you've done. Bingo. So, um bro, I, I not to sound like that's not to sound like I have a god complex or anything like that, but like my priority literally is the thing that is going to keep me fed. Period. Yeah. I saw like I, like and I had to explain this to somebody. I don't know how much time we got, but no, very no, quickly. no, no, you're fine. You're fine. So I'm like I had to explain this while you were in middle school at lunch. Mm-hmm. I was already handling grown ass shit while nice. you were in sophomore year, your high school and all you had to look forward to was going to uh, what, what is the thing they do during high school where like everyone comes to the gym and they have oh, the thing uh, before the pep game? Rally pep rallies. Pep rallies. Yeah. Bruh, I was, I was on, I was doing that. Yeah. You feel me? We're not even, we're not even connecting the same. So the life experience, life, that's life. Mm-hmm. That is a regular, the average person, their life experience, not even close. I'm behind in a sense. I had to take that blame like, oh, no, there's things I just don't register because I didn't see it or feel them. Same. You went through two or three high school boyfriend and girlfriend situations. Bro, that was never even a case for me. Yeah. I was, bu- I was building something. I, literally, I, could, I didn't have the time. Yeah. You know, I was running around because I was, I was in a different city on a tour bus every night. Like, what are you, we're not in the same. No, yeah. not even the same. So any kind of friction, it, does, like, it just immediately touches you wrong. You're like, ah, I'm not sure about this. Because yeah. I know, I know if if I really wanted to, we can just I could just turn the switch and guess what? I'm just like all of our heroes. Yeah. Do I really want that hero life? Personally, yeah. I know that comes with some shit. I don't really, you really want. I don't really want to be about. I yeah. really don't. Mm. But in the sense of stress, I can't. Yeah. I it, it's a it's a <laughs> bro. It's a hard. <laughs> it's good to know you're not alone, brother. You're not alone. You're not alone. We haven't seen one make it. Yeah, we haven't seen one figure it out. <laughs> that is, I'm waiting. True. I'm waiting to see who's going to figure this stuff out. Well, it, well, it's also now the problem too is the va- va- value has just completely changed. Also, because I think it's what it is is, and I think that's why it's, that's a great book you're reading. It's redefining if we're, if we're redefining, yeah, what what morality is and what. Like, what's too far now? I think that's the issue. It, you can't determine it. Like, even sometimes, like, I'll, I'm one of those people, I'll read Twitter arguments just to see, like, or hear people's arguments on each side of a thing. And mm-hmm. I can grasp something from both sides. Like, oh, I see what you're saying there, but oh, that's kind of ridiculous. But, like, at what point does accountability start? Yeah. I think that's more what I'm asking. It's like, in this day and age, in this era, and... That's what makes this frustrating. Like, at what point is it like, I'm going to be accountable and I'm really going to try to do this and I'm going to go all in. Mm. Because if you can't even do that when it's just you and me, then how are you going to do that if there's kids? And then also like the spitefulness of things that can come and then people just doing things for entertainment. Like someone just 
talking shit into a camera about your personal life that you're trying. It's just like, man, what, where does the accountability start? Cause then people want to talk shit about you. And it's like, no one takes accountability with like, damn, you know, like this is just somebody just, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. It's really tough. Yeah. The word consistency bothers me so much. The word consistency bothers me so much because we've never known consistency. Mm. I never knew when the next thing was coming. Facts. I feel like it's very hard to set a foundation with a significant other when you have a lack of one of consistency, obviously, mm-hmm. but when my when our priority is a business that has never been consistent to us, how the hell can I promise you a good life? Yeah. that Because I can't even promise it to myself. <laughs> I would much rather take that risk alone, baby. I would. That's facts. Than to bring you into this and one day it's here, next day it's here. That's because also, it'll never be enough for them because they didn't build it from day one. Whereas for with you, it's like, ah, shit. <laughs> the plane went down again. Hold on, hold on. Let me hold on. It does this thing sometimes yeah. where it just, uh, hold yeah, on. Hold on, give me a second. Hold on, rewire. Come Pivot, on. nigga. And we in. Yeah. It's that, bro. That, that's something that I think is a big issue, on, I think, from my end. I don't know yeah. about everyone else in our position and what we've done, but I, I've allowed that to kind of be the wall. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I don't want to. This has its effects. And if you've never felt it or seen it, you don't want to come feel this down. Yeah. This down is different. Yeah. I had to rebuild this several times. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not bringing no one with me. I don't need it. Because also, if you don't know how to hold a hammer, God damn it. We, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Get out the house. Go. It's live, on fire. <laughs> living yeah, off the man. fat of the land. Man, bro. Man. Different times. Just different times, man. It's, it's cool to know that we're just, no, you're not alone. You're not alone. This generation is definitely different. Mm-hmm. And people are trying to figure this out, bro. Like it's it's getting it's getting dangerous. It's getting dangerous. Like the stats show, like men are not having sex, and people oh, yeah. aren't getting married. People aren't having children. Yeah, they said women are getting thirty and not not having children. So yeah. then it's just like after that, you know, you got five, six more. You know what I mean? To forty, technically, before you start having problems. But it's like they're not they're not interested. And like yeah. you said, men aren't having sex because like they're interested. But at the same time, I know a lot of. Back, you know, back in our parents' day, it was like if you meet in college, like, oh yeah, look, Eve, the girl could be bad as hell. She's talking to the other twenty-two-year-old dude in her class. Yep. Like, yep. Now it's like, no, I talk to if they do talk to a twenty-two-year-old dude, he's a hooper, or he does something, you know, or he's. I'm not talking. I'm, he don't even have to live around me. He gonna we fly me out, so I don't have to talk to you, normal guy, who's just, you know. Going through the ringer, just trying to build normally and do like, it's like, what, what do you do? So na- that's why all these, I feel every guy is, tries to find an angle. That's why we have the whole, every, every nigga tried to rap. Because it's trying to find, <laughs> it's trying to find value. Yeah. In a place where it's like, I, I just, whereas it's sad because they do have value. They have yeah. like value with things that keep our world working and like. Things that matter, like great uh, point. You know, great point. I, I, what happens? Everybody wants to be a YouTuber. Everybody wants to be, you know, uh, a famous actor or, or a rapper or a hooper. But like, what if you don't have a department of sanitation? And what if you don't have people who work there? Mm-hmm. Your society falls apart. Yep. But that's that's great. 
Marshall, that's big picture. That's grand scheme. Yeah. But we're selfish, brother. We're se- <laughs> our, as humans, instinctually. Yeah. First thing is to care about self-preservation. Yeah. Yeah. They're not. That's not in consideration, as you said. She. I, hold on. I can talk to you. Yeah. Or I can talk to partner with the followers that's at the events and. Woo, woo, woo. Oh no! I rather yeah. I'm, yeah, going, I'm going that way. Yeah, I'm about well, to live my life. Yeah. I'm not judging on either side. Live your life however you want, long as you're happy in it. Right. Here we are as men dealing with all this antics, and we're just like, we have access, options. We're successful in our own ways. We make our own money. Mm-hmm. We're not on anyone else's time. And I know you know how valuable that is. Oh, yeah. Bro, like, the average person don't understand. Like, they don't get that. Yeah. We don't, we They've don't never answer been to any- on their own time. Never. Yeah. We don't answer to anybody. Mm-hmm. We get to work whenever we want. You get a chance to get up every day and create what you love to do. Mm-hmm. Same space. I don't right. have to wait on shit. Right. So why do I want any issues? Yeah. Scary. Juice not worth the squeeze. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Speak on it, brother. Man. Yeah, man. Well, listen, brother. I want to say thank you. Thank yeah, you. Man. Thank you for coming through. Hell yeah. Insightful conversation. Thank you, man. Thank you for and having me on Keep up the here. amazing work, bro. Thank you, brother. Yeah. I'm going to touch on these things oh, that he yeah, has in yeah. here very quickly, man. Oh, very fast. Yeah. Uh, he has the original sidekick. Yes. He don't know, but I'm going to I'm gonna try to bribe him after this, we're done recording <laughs> to take this from him because I, I do collect all of my old tech. But I don't have my original sidekick. The first one I got was actually shooting roll bounce. Oh. I walked on set, Bao, Nick Cannon, and Tammy Faye, which is the white girl that's standing next to uh, Sweetness. Uh-huh. His is the girl that was with him. She had one, and I was and like, "You were like, I need, I, got I that. need one." So I got a sidekick. That I went then, to Atlanta at Southside Studios. I was with JD and everybody. They the whole social deaf. Everybody had sidekick ones. I came back to Chicago. I was like, "Dad, I gotta get a sidekick. Need a sidekick. Need a sidekick. Man, look." So, boom, you got that. Sidekick 2, still got mine. And, yep, same way with the keys. Keys. Same keyboards are going yeah. there. Yeah, man. And crazy thing, Bow actually bought me that one. Get out of here. The way it happened, we were going, he was going to buy Dion. I remember Dion. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. going to buy Dion a sidekick and his mom, I think. And I had been bugging JD. I was like, man, cause, you know, he bought everybody self so definitely. I'm like, man, why can't you just give me a, a sidekick too? Da, da, da. He was like, yeah, nah. <laughs> you know, you know, JD. Like, yeah. He was like, nah, man. You don't need one. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right. So then we, we go and I we were we was in the Range Rover bitches. And we walked, went to T Mobile. I'm Gwinnett. And I was just sitting there, I was watching him get get the sidekicks. He was like, Yeah, talking to Dion. He was like, Hey, boy, you want one? Yeah. I was like, Yeah. He was like, all right, yeah, yeah, let me get... Then get another one. Yeah. Man, look, bro, the bow stories can go on for years, I think, between yeah. the both of us. I am forever grateful that that guy chose, yeah. out of everyone on Roll Bounce, like I said, Nick Cannon, Marcus was doing music. Uh, what's my man's name? Rick Gonzalez was doing music. Right. Bow didn't have to yeah. look at me and be like, he don't, he don't need to share... He didn't, he didn't need to share a stage with anybody. Fact, like, first and foremost, he didn't need anybody. That's one on that thing stage. I always get that nigga. That nigga's a hell of a performer. A hell of, and, and even like, he, but it's same respect I have where it's like, damn, nigga, you were, you, you, you were born in this. Like, you did this and you put in the work to learn how to do this well. Yeah. Like, even, like, even in comparison to the, you know, a lot of the young cats who might make it now, blah, blah. It's like, nah. Not the nigga, same. That nigga learned how to perform. Yep. Like, it, it, like even watching it consistently mm-hmm. and how it could be so con- consistent mm-hmm. and how it's always, it's like, oh, no. Nah. Like, even the chants. Oh, my like, God. Like, it's just like, it's just, it's 
school 101 of performance. Yeah. And right. it's just like, damn, all right. Like the you, call and response, the control of a crowd, yeah. how to take them on a journey. Like I learned all that from that guy. And yeah. that guy learned it from the OGs who've done it at the highest, highest. of levels in this business. Mm-hmm. I will forever, there's nothing I can ever do to repay him for taking me on road with him. He didn't need nobody. Yeah. And he chose me to have that moment with him, man. And I, I, D23, there was a girl who walked up to me and said she was at the show in New Orleans for Scream Tour, which was right after Katrina. Oh, okay. Um, right before, but no, no. She was at the New Orleans show, then Katrina came, and the next couple of shows we had, Bao gave all of his money back to the city, city. of New Orleans for that. So I had asked her, because I was always here. Now, being very aware of the brand and who I am, I'm like, I got to ask, because no social media. Yeah. What did that look like to you to see Bow Wow and Zero on the stage? I never thought of it until later on in life because I'm like, I know what zero means now, mm-hmm. but what did that look like to them then? Great response. The video's out there somewhere on the internet, but it's, it's, it's wild and I will forever be grateful for that guy. Yeah. Forever, man. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Weezy, we miss you, brother. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But all right. Game I've... gears. No, no, let's talk about this game gear. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you about this game gear really fast. All right. So I never had one, right? Okay. Never had a game gear, but all my friends always did. And let me tell you what I'm very surprised about. You still have both of the battery covers. Oh, those would always probably break. And then it- every Game Gear I've ever held on to until this very moment in my life, never either had both of them missing or one was missing. That's hilarious. So I'd be playing because you let me get, yep, you got Sonic in here. Because yeah. I feel like it's the only game that really Game Gear ever like really dropped that was dope. And it was cold. That was a good Sonic Hell game. Yeah. yeah. Sonic 2 is in there. And I remember having to keep my fingers pressed up against this side. Oh, so <laughs> the batteries wouldn't fall out. So it's amazing to see this in hand, like fully like kitted. Wow. Yeah, that was, that, that was my brother's, which is crazy. Your brother had this one? Yeah, he had this one. That's so freaking cool. Yeah. We've come so far. You got from this to a Steam Deck is two different worlds. Bro, yeah, crazy. And, and I have, you know, can't play me. I got N64 in there. Yep. I got PlayStation. Yep. Got the PS2 up there. Beautiful. I see that. See the Xbox over there? The Dreamcast. Um, your Dreamcast. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a black Dreamcast. Oh, yeah. That was the sports edition. That's fly, yeah, bro. bro. So I've that's like, fly. I, I, I'm a retro. I'm not a gamer as much like now with the newer stuff, but same way. Like, oh, I love playing some retro shit. Yeah, like man. I could, because that's what I could keep up. The Call that's of Duty and now. all that. Now, man, they, yeah. it's fat. Like, bro, it's fast. Yeah. I'm old. Like, I'm like, oh, I got to build and I got to shoot. Oh, Fortnite got you screwed oh, up, bro. Man, nah. they dropped a new version. They dropped an update. You can no just build go in there. And sh- no build. No okay, build. you could just shoot now. There was like call too yeah. many niggas was on that Call of Duty. They were like, "Wait a minute." Yeah, man. <laughs> P- PSP, of course, a classic. Oh yeah. This I is the f- this is the first one. The first one. This is the first one. I have the slim still, but this is the very first with the yeah. There it is. I got I got Tiger Woods uh, PGA Tour there. Yeah, bro. Shout out to what Pharrell Williams had like a gold one. Of the Game Boy Color. We all played Pokemon. You, of course, you got Pokemon in here. He got Pokemon Silver. Is that your favorite one? I, you know, it's funny. That was me trying to get into Pokemon Silver. Yeah. Oh and man. Then, and I was, I told you, I'm so bad. I'm, I'm a 2K guy. Yeah. I'm a, a a Madden guy back in the day. Okay. Um, Crash Bandicoot. Classic. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Metal Gear Solid. Love it. Um, but anything that gets too fantasy, like I, I'll never forget. I got. Kingdom Hearts on PlayStation 2, right? 
Never made it off the first island. Oh, come I, on. I, I had, you missed out on so much. I had no clue. Bro, I saw the I saw the trailer. I was like, yo, this is gas. Yes. And then I, I couldn't figure it out. I was running around, Mickey Mouse jumping. Oh, it was, I, Maestro, you missed out on so much with Kingdom Hearts. Give it a shot. Get, no, play, now that I'm older, I'm, I might go back. I'm, I might have just been a little too young to get what was going talk on. Talk to Kadeem. Let him give you a save file that takes you right out of the first island. Because I understand what you're saying. Kingdom Hearts 1? Yes. The first island takes it takes way too long to get out of. Okay. But once you're out of that and you're going from all the different worlds and you're seeing all the Disney characters, it's so cool. Because it's Final Fantasy right, right. mixed with King, uh, Disney. You're right. So Kingdom Hearts 1 is a banger. Kingdom Hearts 2 is the perfect game. Okay. Perfect. You're okay. going to love that. Uh, Game Boy Color, bro, I have so many memories of this. When Pokemon Red and Blue came out, everyone, all of my friends chose Red, and I was like, I'm choosing Blue. I'm going <laughs> to be different. different. I'm choosing Blue. <laughs> and then when that Pokemon Yellow came out and Pikachu never went into the ball, he just stayed outside the whole game, fire. <laughs> fire, brother. And then, of course, the class, iPod video? No. Oh, uh, yeah. This is an iPod video. Yeah, video on that. This yeah. is an iPod video. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is bro. crazy. Throwbacks. Yo, man. What? And now we got phones that do all of this. We got phones no, that do No it. need for any of this. Nothing. Nothing, ladies and gentlemen. Jeez, brother. Man. I love tech. I am going to try to bribe you for both of those things. I'm going <laughs> to try to figure out how to get those off of Maestro, man. But, man. Yeah, brother. Thank you, man. Love, man. So Great glad we got a chance to sit down, man. Same, bro. More. When we do part two, you tell me to come back and we'll talk some oh, more shit sure. about the oh, business. Oh, and, we'll, and we'll game. We'll, oh. We'll, I'll, I'll get some. That's why I was going to find a game for us to play, but then I was like, oh, he's saying Final Fantasy, blah, blah. I want you to almost put me on some shit. Okay. That's that's what we're going to do with part two. You're gonna And I'm going to have the mic stand, so we ain't going to. You know, okay. I'll yeah. find something we can. But when's the last time you played NBA Street Volume 2? Ooh. It's been a minute. Okay, cool. I used to know, serving it up. Yeah. Dinner served. Yes, Ooh, brother. I used to go crazy. All right, so cool. We'll put we'll pull one of those out. All right, let's That'd do it. That'd be cool. Love you, Love, brother. Love, man. Yeah, man. Thank you, brother. Of course. Peace. Good shit. Yeah.